If your spider plant is looking peaky and that Venus flytrap you bought just kicked the bucket, you need On The Ledge, the podcast about indoor gardening where you learn everything you need to know to keep your house plants looking lush. I'm Jane Perone. Join me and a host of wonderful guests to chat all things houseplants at On The Ledge Podcast. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This episode is brought to you by Lipson. Planning to start a podcast? Look no further than Lipson. Lipson is one of the biggest feature-rich podcast hosting platforms in the world. Lipson is IAB certified, offers many hosting plans, and you can start for as low as $5 a month. Aspiring podcasters who listen to the show radio can get one month free by using the promo code TSR. Use promo code TSR at checkout to get one month free. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the show radio. This is episode 650 of the show. I'm your host, Andrew. Daniela is on holiday. And welcome to this episode. This episode is going to be me speaking with you. Uh, Usually it's Daniela and I speaking with you. But today, this feels different, but I definitely want to rock out with it and just speak to you and just say, you know, thank you for, you know, all the months and years that you've supported. This is around a time where, you know, we're thinking about this week uh, for those who celebrate Thanksgiving, about the things that we are grateful for, the things that we are thankful for. And I'm thankful for you uh, for taking the time to listen to the show. Uh, Daniela and I, you know, put a lot of work into you know, what we talk about, even though it's spontaneous, we don't necessarily prepare. But I, one thing I do want to focus on, especially when it comes to, you know, the conversations that we have on the show and just the the synergy that we have together is, you know, team morale. I'm, I'm definitely big on that. And the fact that we vibe and you feel that when you listen to the show. And that is something that I am definitely proud of uh, over the years that we've kept that and we want to make sure that that is an authentic experience, not only for us, but for you listening as well. So happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate. And we're just thankful for uh, you supporting us and listening to us and even sharing the show on social media. That does help. Uh, that does uh, help get the, uh, what's the word? Uh, the, what, what do they call it on social media? Uh, amplification, right? The, the, the buzz uh, for the things that we do. Uh, definitely appreciate that. So uh, this episode is going to be me speaking to you about uh, some of the things that I've seen in the news, uh, as well as some of the Black Friday deals that I want to mention on this show. And as as we prepare to do that, I definitely want to say, please make sure you like and subscribe to the show. If you listen to it on Spotify, make sure you like it there. 
If you listen to it on on Apple Podcasts, you know, definitely give us a rating and review there as well. It does help us, you know, get some traction for people to find the show and enjoy what we talk about on this particular show, which is tech, gaming and entertainment. So a couple of things I want to cover on this episode, one of them being Nano Leaf. I know I kind of hinted a couple of episodes ago that I do have the panels uh, from Nano Leaf that they did send those over. The Shapes Limited Edition Ultra Black Hexagon Smarter Kit. Uh, there's nine panels in there. I definitely want to talk about that. We're also going to talk about some of the news that took place this week. Uh, some of the deals, of course, Black Friday deals and a short that you need to watch if you are a Zelda fan. This is a must watch. Uh, I watched it and I was in awe of everything that I saw uh, with this particular short. Uh, amazing work. Uh, this is a hobby work, but it is a a very, very high production uh, that is done uh, with this particular video that is on YouTube that I'm going to share a little bit later. So, so yeah, so there's some of the things that we're going to talk about in this episode. Uh, pretty excited uh, for what we're going to share. So first things up is going to be the Nano Leaf Shapes impression. So this is my first, uh, I guess, time, if you will, trying lights in the background of my streaming setup, right? So I've always wanted to do a setup like this, you know, for streaming, but didn't know exactly what company that I was going to be able to collaborate with for that to actually happen. So I went to an event recently and I got connected with Nanoleaf and they said, hey, you know, we have uh, these shapes, you know, if you're interested in lighting and any type of lighting, we definitely would love to hear your thoughts on it, you know, on a podcast episode or something like that. Say, hey, you know, I'm down for that. Let's do it. And here we are. I've been using them for a couple of weeks now since the event. And I definitely want to let you know that these shapes, uh, I did get the ultra black hexagon smarter kit, the nine panels, and they are absolutely fantastic. Uh, they do come with adhesive uh, to mount them, but I decided to go with the thumbtack, okay, approach. And I'm only using four panels right now. I'll expand them later on. But I definitely wanted to start uh, checking them out with, um, you know, just to, to get a feel for how these things actually work. And I've really enjoyed my experience with them. You know, I like the fact that you can do different types of uh, lighting sequences, whether it's like waterfall or, you know, volcano or blue sky or rain or different things like that. You just put that in the app. And then what it does, it it mimics you know, those kind of uh, waves uh, of of lighting or, or emotion when it comes to whether it's rain or maybe like a thunderstorm, a waterfall, you know, like an erupting volcano, you know, any light, you know, type of a stream that, you know, mimics those things you're able to do on the app. Now, the only thing I would say that was a little frustrating at first was trying to figure out how to connect the app uh, using the phone to the actual panels, right? So I installed the panels and I was like, okay, uh, these panels were pretty easy to connect and install. So that wasn't necessarily the issue, but the issue that I did have was trying to connect the app. Uh, so at first I tried to use my Google Pixel uh, Pro, uh, the 8, and I was having challenges connecting that to uh, the actual panels themselves. So the phone that did work for me was my Red Magic Pro, uh, the 7. 
which is what I use for the phone. And I could, what I, so the red magic work, which is what I use for the panels, not for the phone, what I use for the panels. And that is actually what I'm using right now uh, to either uh, turn on the panels, turn them off. And, you know, you could do different things by way of customization, which is uh, pretty dope on the actual app itself. Uh, so I am running the app on my red magic phone. Uh, it didn't work or it didn't, it, it was very tough to connect it to my Pixel 8 Pro and I don't know why. I may have to revisit that in the future, but I don't think that's necessarily uh, an app thing per se. I think that might be a phone thing with uh, whatever updates that needs to happen on the Pixel 8 side, not necessarily the Nanoleaf app side because it was able to install on the other phone. So so you have that. So that was the only uh that was the only issue that I believe I've had ever since then. Everything has been pretty stellar. Uh, so you have features like rhythm music, visualizer, uh, screen mirror. You could, uh, there's a feature, there's a touch feature, scheduling feature, and, and those things can be done. Uh, and that is really, really cool. So, so my thing is with, uh, when we're talking about some of the, the actual specs, uh, you're looking at per panel, 100 lumens. Uh, so it says here, there's the five gig networks are not compatible with NanoLeaf products. So if you're considering a five gig network, that may be a challenge for you. Uh, whether you're trying to dim uh, the actual panels themselves, that could be done via voice, that could be done via touch, that could also be done via the NanoLeaf app. Okay. So as I mentioned earlier, when it comes to mounting, I opted to do a personalized version of mounting using a thumbtack rather than using the adhesive that they did provide. I did not want to use the adhesive. I just wanted to stay away from, from that for now. Uh, as far as controlling the app, you can control via the NanoLeaf uh, Android or iOS uh, mobile tablet or the NanoLeaf desktop app for Windows and Mac. Uh, you have uh, the ability to do that. And last but not least, I'll just talk about compatibility. Uh, that's compatible via Apple Home, Amazon Alexa, Google Home, IFTTT, NanoLeaf Remote, Smart Things, and Razer Chroma. Okay, so overall, they're lights. Okay, you know, this is not a game review or anything like that. Uh, this is somewhat of my impressions of the actual units that I've been using. Uh, I think they're absolutely amazing. I do not have to always have my main light on the, the top light. I could always uh, just use these lights and set a very, very nice, um, you know, environment when I'm watching movies, you know, it's kind of really cool doing that. Of course, for streaming, when I'm streaming, I have it on in the background. I may have, you know, a, a volcano red, or sometimes I'll have a blue depending on, on the actual uh, stuff that, uh, well, I think it really depends on, on the move for me right now. Uh, which color I have when I'm streaming, but I love the fact that I'm able to change those things. And when it comes to color and temperature, you're looking at uh, 1200K to 6500K uh, color compatibility, more than 16 million. Okay, so so definitely make a note there. And it's um it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool unit. Uh, it's a pretty cool set. And it says here, max panels per power supply, 21 hexagons per 42 watt. PSU. Uh, so definitely make a note of that. So I've had a great experience with these panels and I'm going to continue using them. And I just want to say shout outs to 
Nanoleaf for giving me the opportunity to check them out. And I'm also going to talk about what you can expect for their Black Friday deals later on in the show. Next thing I want to mention here is the Unity crisis that recently took place after their crisis. Game Maker replaces subscription with one off fee for indies. So I just want to talk about this for a little bit. But Game Maker, a series of cross-platform engines for game developers, has ditched its subscription model for non-commercial purposes, hobbyists, and indie developers. Game Maker will now be free for anyone using its software non-commercially on all non-console platforms. Creator and indie subscription have been replaced with a one-time fee of $100, okay? Meanwhile, which grants a which grants a commercial license and enables exports to desktop and mobile platforms. So if you've been following this uh, with this uh, Unity crisis as well as, you know, how individuals are going to be able to use different platforms to make games, uh, this is definitely an opportunity for you to check out Game Maker and the changes that they recently made. One-time fee, and you're going to have access to this for non-commercial use. They're very specific about that, so make note there. So the next thing I want to mention here is a article about Call of Duty. The next Call of Duty 2024, which, go- which is going to be a Black Ops title set in the Gulf War, a new report claims. Okay, Following some initial rumblings early this year, a new report has lent further credence to suggestions 2024's Call of Duty game will be another entry in the Black Ops series. Uh, this one now said to be taking place in the Gulf War. Word that Call of Duty 2024 would be the a new game, a new Black Ops game. And my thing is with Call of Duty, and I talk about this every year. I play Call of Duty every year. I've been playing Call of Duty since Call of Duty 3. I want to go back and purchase the first Call of Duty so I could say that I've played all of the Call of Duties, right, that as has ever released. I want to be able to say that at some point because I love this title. I love this genre and it's a very heart pumping genre when you play it. Now, some people are tired of the genre. Some people are saying this genre should be, you know, this it should take a break. It should be once every two years. Uh, the studio should take a break from making it. But I think that from a business standpoint, if it's making you money, they're going to continue making it. And a lot of the individuals who are speaking about, you know, Call of Duty, that they should take a break, depending on how things are being played out uh, with the title, are usually individuals who are not operating any businesses, at least publicly, they're not saying they're operating any businesses, because if you have something that's making you money every year, if you're able to maintain the momentum for it, you're not just going to stop making the thing and take a break, right? That's just my personal opinion. That may be a hot take. I don't think so. But Call of Duty has always been a title that has performed, whether they're just talking about engagement for Call of Duty has always done well, right? Not necessarily saying what the sales are this year, because I don't think I've seen any numbers for Call of Duty 2023. As far as sales are concerned, you know, I've seen bugs conversation. I've seen complaints about the title. I've seen individuals say the fact that they feel like all the maps or a good portion of the maps feel recycled in some way, shape, or form. And so they've talked about that, but I don't think I've necessarily seen uh, yet, you know, at the time of this recording, that their sales for the 
the current Call of Duty on the market. But whether we see the sales or not, this game gets high engagement every year, gets high promo every year, gets a big budget every year, and the next one is not going to be any different. Well, it depends, right? Because of recession and different things like that, maybe we might see a, a less less money go into the marketing, but I don't think I've seen that in the last couple of duty, a couple of duties, a couple of Call of Duties that have been out uh, for the last couple of years, right? So, uh, so if the next Call of Duty is Call of Duty Black Ops and it's set in the Gulf War, we're going to play it. I don't think there's anything that anyone can say when it comes to this title that's going to stop any fan of this game to stop playing the game, right? It's just not going to happen. So I think that uh, I'm excited. I want to see what is going to happen with the next Call of Duty. I'm excited about the one that they sent me recently for this year, which is really, really good. And there's a lot of good happening in that particular series. So if you're a FPS genre person, and let's say you took a break from Call of Duty the last couple of years, uh, definitely check out what they're doing this year. And or you can wait, right, or, and play the one that they're going to have next year because it seems like they're going to continue to have a Call of Duty, a Call of Duty every year because of the way the engine is built now that they're, there's a sandbox feel to how they made Modern Warfare 2 and it took a fraction of the time to create Modern Warfare 3 which is why we may see these games come out a little bit faster or, or get seen a little bit faster in terms of the marketing cycle as we're approaching the next Call of Duty. If they're going to use the same sandbox for the next Call of Duties and the years to come, these games are going to be done in the fraction of the time that we've seen previous Call of Duties done before they announced Modern Warfare 2 uh, last year, right? So uh, those are some quick thoughts about Call of Duty. Definitely a big fan. And I don't think that's going to change uh, because of bugs or anything of that nature. And if you are currently playing the title, you're going to play it regardless. And that's just the nature of it. All right. So next thing I want to touch on here is Borderlands 4 and Tiny Tina's Wonderland 2 have popped up in a LinkedIn profile. Two as yet unannounced Borderlands games have appeared on the LinkedIn profile of a former Gearbox employee, a former studio technical director who had previously worked at Lost Boys Interactive on a three-month contract has included references to Borderlands 4 and Tiny Tina's Wonderland 2 on their professional profile, even though neither, or neither, depending on how you want to pronounce that, game has been formally confirmed. Okay, so my thing is here, when it comes to Borderlands for okay, so I'm gonna be fair here. So Tiny Tina's Wonderland, I've heard nothing but great things about, right? But Borderlands 3 was almost a throwaway for some individuals who are fans of the game. Okay. Borderlands 2, and I believe Borderlands 1, because that was the first one, probably the most memorable Borderlands titles to date. I don't know if the popularity of 3 has surpassed uh, Borderlands 2 or Borderlands 1, in my opinion. Okay, so I don't know how you feel about that, but that's how I feel about that. Most individuals who are replaying, unless they're playing all the titles from the first one to the third one, they're going to Borderlands 2 because they want to relive 
you know, how great the characters are because they're memorable, right? And how awesome that game was that has inspired a lot of games after it. We can we can be fair about that, okay? So Borderlands 4 and Tiny Tina's Wonderland 2 popping up in a LinkedIn profile. We can be hopeful that they're going to try to do a reset. Okay, the reason I say a reset, because a lot of the games, if we're if we're fair, since we're having a conversation with me and you're talking, right? If we're fair about the games that we're seeing today, they're resetting to go back to what made them great to make more money. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with making money, right? We see that with Fortnite. We've seen that with Resident Evil. We've seen that with Modern Warfare 2. I mean, we can go down the list of all the games that are reclaiming. I don't know if reclaiming is the right word. Going back to what made them great. Let's just stick there, right? They're going back to what made them great. And everybody is happy about that, right? So I don't know if Destiny 2 is going to do that, which is one of my favorite games. I think I've clocked in over 1,500 hours in that title at this point. That's a lot to some. I mean, maybe double or triple, you know, if you're like a super, super Destiny fan, I think, you know, that's that's a lot. 1,500 hours is a lot, right? But my thing is, I hope with what we're seeing here, with a lot of these titles that are either continuations, we're trying to see, even when I think about Battlefield right now, 2042, we, I think that's on sale too, um, on the Steam sale, the autumn sale. We hope that they bounce back, right? Because the market share for the individuals who love Battlefield, whether they like it or not, some of them has switched over to the war zone because Battlefield hasn't really since what? Battlefield 4? I don't know. Maybe you might say Battlefield 1 was okay. But now we're looking at the title that, you know, really we just love the big team battle field type of gameplay that's going to other titles right that we're enjoying whether we're refocusing like even even when you look at what halo is doing like we can go a lot of different places with this even when you look at what halo is doing right now going back to basics going back to the maps that we loved and all those things you have to look at the formula of everybody going back to what we love and don't give us anything new because we really don't want anything new. We just want new graphics, but we don't want anything new if we're honest, right? So if Borderlands 4 is going to re is going to be a Borderlands 2 reimagined, right? With a continuation of a story with memorable characters from Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 1, they're able to do something like that. I don't see that doing bad at all so before we go to the rest of the gaming news i definitely want to talk about the black friday deals that i have here that i believe you should be aware of okay uh, so first things first podcasting what you should know which is the book that i released uh, in january of 2022 on my birthday which is january 19th so right now i have 10 percent off on gumroad so if you check out podcasting what you should know on Gumroad, you can use the code POD10 uh, for 10% off on Gumroad. Okay, so what I'm going to do also with these Black Friday deals, I'm going to have the links uh, for what we're talking about in the description. And when I do the links uh, for for 
the description, sometimes they show better on some platforms versus others. I know they show very well on Spotify. I'm not sure how they show on Apple Podcast. Uh, so and Pocket Cast usually like trims it off. It truncates, you know, some of the notes. Uh, but definitely check out these links uh, in Apple Podcasts. See if they they are there for you. Uh, but they are definitely there for Spotify because I do see them. Okay, so podcasting what you should know. 10% off on Gumroad right now. And that ends on 1126. Use code POD10 uh, for that. And the link is going to be in the description. Uh, next thing I have for you is TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy I've been using for a long time. I know a lot of my videos that continue to perform extremely well is because I run them through TubeBuddy before I actually produce the video. Now you can save big on any monthly or annual license with 40% off. Uh, this is TubeBuddy right now. They're running their Black Friday sale. That is 40% off. I know earlier we were talking about Nanoleaf. Nanoleaf right now on their website, they're doing a big Black Friday deal. That is 20% to 55% off. Uh, definitely look at that. We talked about Nanoleaf earlier. I'm really enjoying my shapes, which is the limited edition black shapes and I'm loving them. Okay. So definitely check out what they're having on their website. Nano leaf 20 to 55% off. Uh, next thing I have here is proton VPN. I've been using proton VPN for a couple of years now. Uh, I know they have a free tier. The, the paid tier is subsidized by the free tier. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I may have that backwards, but uh, the paid tier is being subsidized by the free tier. I think that I'm saying it right. Uh, so Proton VPN right now, 60% off. Okay, so why Proton VPN? If you're familiar with Proton Mail, then you know that that mail is one of the best mail services out there, especially for individuals who are like journalists, you know, in other countries and territories that need their mail to be encrypted for the work that they do. Not just them, but anyone that actually uses service for Proton Mail. Proton VPN is an excellent VPN service. They are open source. They are independently audited. There's a strict no logs policy and they are transparent. Proton VPN, I do use that service. I love it. 60% off on their website. And last but not least, you know, I mentioned this and I do believe that it's mentioned at the top of the show. My audio host is Lipson. I've been using Lipson for a while. If you're a listener of the show radio, you can get you can get one month free using the code TSR. Once again, you could use the code TSR to get one month free uh, for Lipson. And that will go well with your podcasting book, which is 10% off Gumroad. Uh, definitely check that out. You can use the code POD10 on Gumroad to get the podcasting book at 10% off. So the next bit of news is about streaming. Twitch gets an 8% bump. And viewership for October, this is state of the stream, September and October 2023. Twitch amassed 1.77 billion viewership hours watched during October. The figure represents an 8% increase compared to September's performance of 1.64 billion, according to Stream Elements and Rainmaker GG's monthly state of the stream report. So I got to be honest with you, the reason I really put this in there is because I just want to talk about streaming a little bit. So I've been spending some time streaming on X. 
It's been really, really fun, of course, you know, jumping back into YouTube streaming. I really love that uh, platform when it comes to streaming, the way it inserts the ads for you, the way they uh, re reorganize or restructured how they do ads. Now you just, you know, flip a switch. You could do balance. You could do aggressive. You could do minimal or something like that uh, for YouTube. And you're able to uh, do the ads automatically as you're streaming. I love that. I love that for YouTube. Okay. So currently using the Streamlabs OBS uh, to do the streaming and it's been really, really fun. Also using Streamlabs OBS to stream on X. Okay. And I recently put out a video on how to live stream on X. That's the name of the video, how to live stream on X. And that is available on YouTube. And I also put that video on X as well, formerly Twitter. So now X is a really interesting platform. Uh, there's a gentleman named Nate. Nate is doing the work of making sure the live streaming platform on X is, you know, an awesome thing. And, I, you know, I caught up on some of his streams. You know, I've streamed on the platform myself and it is a great experience. They recently added chat for live streaming on X. So if you are someone who streams, you know, games on a regular basis, you're going to have a chat next to, uh, you know, that screen when individuals, you know, want to say something, they're going to be able to say something that wasn't there before. I think there was a, a bug on it earlier this week. Uh, what day are we on? Uh, this is the 23rd now as recording this. Uh, so a couple of days ago, there seemed to be a bug where the chat was missing, but the chat is back. Uh, so if you're considering streaming on X, I do have a video for that on how to live stream on X. I do believe that video is informative and will help you get started on the platform. And it's pretty neat that we're at a place now where we not only have YouTube, we not only have Twitch, we have Kick, we have X, we have TikTok, we have, we have all these different platforms that we can actually stream on. And I think it is an amazing thing. You know, go where you want to go, be where you want to be. If the platform is offering you the tools and the growth and the engagement that you're looking for, then go ahead and give it a shot. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I'm really liking the experience on X. And I like the way YouTube is refining their experience to continue to be one of the market leaders for streaming. Last and certainly not least is the video short that I mentioned earlier that you should watch. If you are a Zelda fan, if you are an Ocarina of Time fan, you should go on YouTube and look for the video Zelda Ocarina of Time 25th Anniversary X Ghibli Castletown. Okay. Now, this video is absolutely amazing. It is the shortest, about 18 minutes. And it's just, it's just a beautiful video to watch if you're a fan of of Zelda and the world that we've seen over the years okay so as you're watching this there are no words uh beautiful music beautiful animation uh likened to Studio Ghibli you know X Zelda Ocarina of Time my only thing is I hope this video doesn't get taken down because it looks like something that can be produced you know by Nintendo and we know how sometimes when they see certain videos Depending on what the video represents, you know, their lawyers, you know, will go after it and make sure that those things are taken off of the platforms that they're on. 
but this video is absolutely amazing and i wanted to end it on on this because i didn't want to do a stat as the last you know particular you know point uh, by way of what's on the docket i definitely wanted to say hey if you love video games if you love zelda if you love ocarina of time if you love studio ghibli you have to watch this video you just have to watch it you know i was like hey distraction free you know don't let anybody bother you while you're watching it say hey i need the next 18 minutes just to appreciate you know the hard work that went into making this video i'm not getting promo money for this uh and i just want to say that you know this uh, particular video is a fantastic job a beautiful representation of what we loved about the zelda world uh, as well as what unreal engine 5 can do if you're considering using it you know, if that's your, your vibe, I think you're going to really enjoy what's happening here. And that's pretty much all I have for this episode for episode 650. I just want to say shout outs to Daniela, my co-host. Love you very much. She is such an amazing uh, co-host. You know, I am I am super blessed. And again, I'm never going to shy away from, from saying that. Uh, because she's been a blessing to the show. I'm better because of the things that I've learned from her. And I definitely want to give her a flower. So, Daniela, if you're listening, love you very much. And I'm sure we'll talk soon. And for you listening, you know, for you checking out this episode, episode 650, uh, thank you so much. Uh, make sure that you check out all the links I'm going to have in the description, whether you use Spotify or you use Apple Podcasts. We're going to have the links for all the things that we talked about, especially all the Black Friday sales and how you can take advantage of those things. Uh, so happy Thanksgiving. If you celebrate, happy holidays. Uh, enjoy your families. And until next time, take care. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry, with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big